Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. We're used to that. I mean, I've seen him twice. You've seen I saw him, twice. him once in college and then once with you. Yep. i got to stop this whole Billy Joel thing. Yeah, most people just get like a little gig that they do at a, a bar. Billy gets Madison Square Garden. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show and the Rock School Radio Network. Hi, Tammy. How are you? Good. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the uh, campus southeastern Louisiana University. You want to retire? Uh, yes. Really? You want to yes, retire right today. now? You can't. The reason you can't is because you have children. You have children. You can't retire. That's not the real reason. The reason you can't retire is also because you're not Neil Peart or Pert. I, you know, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I have been a fan of him since I've been a teenager, and every time I hear his name, it's either Pert or Peart or something like that. Uh-huh. No one has ever informed me exactly how to say the man's last name, so I'm going to say Pert because that's the way I've always said his last name. If I'm wrong, mea culpa. After the last Rush tour, which we saw, by the way, Neil Peart apparently made the statement that he was retiring from music and then Getty Lee came forward on a few rock and roll websites and said, no, 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 no. Neil is not retiring from music per se. He's retiring from touring. Oh, there you go. Okay, fine. I have no trouble with that. Uh Music, you know, music is something you so seldom retire from because you're not digging ditches. No. Right. You're not working on a line, building a car or putting a, you know, a nut on the end of a bolt. It's not hard. Right. It's not something that would wear on you. Now, somebody who goes on tour is going to say, hey, go on tour. You'll see what wearing on you is. Even if you do quit touring, you can still record new music and you can slow down, things like that. But look, you know, see the stones, see the who. It can still be done. Right. right? So retiring is something that's rather odd in the world of rock and roll. Mm -hmm. So when I got this thing about Neil Peart, I said, He's retiring? Right. Has anyone else in the world of rock and roll retired? Well, yeah. As a matter of fact, here are my pages. I have a whole list of rock stars who have retired. Robert Fripp called it quits. Robert Fripp, who played for a whole bunch of different places, he said it was just enough. Uh, he, he was, the one you might know him from was 21st Century Schizoid Man. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. His song, that one, 21st Century Schizoid Man, was taken by Kanye West's single Power. He didn't make any money. He found it on YouTube after it was already done. And all of these things just bothered him. And he said musicianship to him anymore was a joyless exercise in futility so he walked away enough huh? right he had had enough so robert fripp quit so there you go what we're going to do is play neil pert peart however it said and then we'll come back and i'll tell you about a whole bunch of people who simply 
quit. You've got a book there. I do. It's a whole bunch of pages. So I'm going to name a whole bunch of people. I'll tell you to the best of my ability why they retired. And I got to do it quick because I have a whole lot of people. There's much more to the story. If you hear a name that you go, I didn't know they retired. You're going to have to go out and do a lot of the research yourself. Uh, Okay. Believe me, it's so easy to find. Rush, Neil Peart. Apparently not from music, but from touring. Here you go on Rock School. Retired from the music business, Ario Speedwagon. Do you know Ario Speedwagon? Yeah. The first drummer with Ario Speedwagon, his name was Alan Gratzer. He quit. He quit because of his children. Oh, right. he, he couldn't see them very much, huh? Right. He did very well with the band, and what he did was say his children were growing up without him. He is right now. His kids have grown up now. Mm-hmm. He is right now working with the Big Brothers and Big Sisters organization. He also works with a company that feeds needy people on a weekly basis. Wow. He, he just walked away from rock and roll. Yeah. Said that's enough. Good for him. Well, you got to see the kids. Oh, I agree. You couldn't stand it. No, it would drive me crazy. You, you would quit. It would drive me crazy. Yeah. Luckily, I do. I write a weekly column in the newspaper. I do this radio show, and I'm also a professor. So everything that I do allows me to be home for dinner every night. Every night. Right. And when I, I play in this rock band with fellow professors, and we practice during the day on Friday, so the kids never know I'm actually at practice. So, I mean, my, my days work out perfectly. They don't even know you have a job, really, do they? <laughs> right. they? They think that neither of us have a job. <laughs> Money just shows up on trees. This one, I think, is interesting. Do you remember the group Autograph from the 1980s? The guy who sang, who had this huge mane of red hair. Right. What's fun about it is it was a connection to Van Halen. The drummer knew Michael Anthony, and they opened for Van Halen. I saw Autograph live one of the 15, 20 times I've seen Van Halen. Uh I have seen Autograph live, and... They put on a great show, don't get me wrong, but, you know, they were the opening act. They received, you know, play six songs, guys, get off the stage, here we come. Yeah, what was their big hit? Turn up the radio. Turn up the radio. Which is what we're going to play. Oh, thank you, thank you. The person who retired from them was their lead singer, Steve Plunkett. Now, some people are going to say, no, 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 they didn't retire because they put out a new single in 2015 called You Are Us, We Are You. Yes, they did. Yes, the band did. Steve Lynch, who was the guitarist, put the band back together. The problem was the lead singer, whose name again was Steve Plunkett, was consulted. Hey, man, do you want to come back? Mm -hmm. And he said, no, no, I don't want to. After the band put out three or four albums and did fairly well, don't get me wrong. I mean, the band was successful. What he did was turned his musicianship to playing music for movies and television, and then when that petered out a little bit, what he did was start a media convergence company called Meteor 17. 
This is where he takes people who want to get into the media, but want to take radio, television, uh, social media, and sort of push it all together to promote themselves across the entire universe of methods of telling people who you are, where you are, things like that. I'd like to take that class. Right. He does that. Yeah. And when they contacted him and said, hey, you know, Steve, plunk it please, you know, come back. He said, no, my my business is doing far too well. Nice. So he turned down being a rock star because his business is doing too well. So he retired from the business in order to do this. And again, it's called Meteor 17. And if you'd like to purchase any of his production music for radio and television, you'll find it at Plunk Songs. P-L-U-N-K Songs. There you go. It's autograph. Turn up the radio here on Rock School. There you go, coming out of Autograph. You know the thing about Autograph, the fun thing when I saw them live? What? The drummer had this neat thing where he would hit a cymbal with his drumstick, mm-hmm. and instead of it just splashing, he could skip it off the cymbal, and it was the large splash cymbal. He could skip it off the cymbal, and if you know when a, an opening band is set up, the, all of the equipment is set up well in the back of the stage. Yeah. So all they need to do is drop a, a curtain and then push everything back. Uh-huh. You know, it was, it's done to be quickly. You know, 20 minutes. Now we're bringing out the main act. Bang, he could skip it off the cymbal and it would go, you know, 17, 20 rows into the floor. It was really a clever and people thing. Were catch- was it oh, the- of course. Was the same guy getting like 20 drumsticks? Oh, no, no. He could aim it and Get so out. it was really clever. That's wow. one thing I remember distinctly about the band. Uh, the one I wanted to ask you about, I'll make you a bet you don't know who Captain Beefheart is. Captain Beefheart. He played with Frank Zappa. I know you're no. not a Zappa fan, okay? Real avant-garde stuff. He decided after 1982's album Ice Cream Cow just to walk away. And no big fanfare, no, I've had enough. Not a- he just walked away. In silence, huh? Right. And said, I quit. And it's one of those where after a short period of time, everybody said, what happened to Captain Beefheart? Uh-huh. And he sadly passed away back in 2010. But Rolling Stone finally got him to open his mouth while he was still alive. He went to the upper Pacific Northwest lived along the shore with the money he had made and became a painter of very large canvas art. And it was one of those where people enjoyed his art. And if you didn't enjoy his art, go pound sand. Yeah, jump in a lake. I couldn't care less. He and his wife and good cigars. That's what he did. You know what this this is this is letting me know? What is that? That everybody, no matter who you are, yes. are you what? probably get tired of your job. You do. You've had enough. You have enough after X amount of years. Yeah, You're I'm done. still I'm still happy. Good. But he had had enough. Yeah. And I can understand that. John Deacon of Queen. This is the one we're gonna play. John Deacon of Queen, who I can't imagine anyone else playing bass for them. And I know somebody is playing bass. But you expect that short, cropped hair guy who's always halfway up the neck on a beautiful Fender instrument. He had had enough. Now, 
there are varying stories as to why John Deacon said goodbye. A lot of people are of the opinion the moment Freddie Mercury died, John Deacon walked away. Kind of yeah, kind of no. This is the best story I could find, and the reason I say it's the best story is because it's collaborated by a few other places. This is the story I found. If if the story you know does not collaborate to this, mea culpa. This is what I found. John Deacon supposedly left the group in 2001. The reason is Queen decided to do some songs for The Knight's Tale with Robbie Williams as the singer. John did not like that because Mm -hmm. he thought Robbie Williams was going to become the replacement for Freddie Mercury. And he disagreed. He walked away. He didn't like the idea of there being a replacement singer for Freddie Mercury. And he said, gentlemen, if you wish to do that, go right ahead. But I am walking away. And from what I understand and what I read, it is still amicable. He says, if you two wish, Brian May, you know, if you wish to sing with another singer, go right ahead. I personally will not do that. I get that. And and that's fine. And he has walked away. No interviews, no nothing. And you have to respect that kind of, you know, no money mongering, no nothing. He just no. walked away. It's Queen on Rock School. Coming into the first break, Henry Rollins. Mm -hmm. Henry Rollins has not stopped performing. He still does his spoken word tours. However, as we talk about those who have retired, he has retired from performing music. Mm -hmm. There's a wonderful story out there. Uh, If you look up LA Weekly and the title Henry Rollins, Why I'm Not Playing Music Anymore, he has a long, long diatribe as to why he's not playing. I am sure he does. Oh, it does. He's he's loquacious, if you will. Uh, I mean, you can use other words, but loquacious says it nicely. It says here, music cannot be mastered. The battle just wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. There, he, he said he put up his fists and there was no longer anything there to fight. It was heartbreaking, but it was clear, quote, music had moved on. Such was my reverence for its limitless power. I faced the truth and moved on in search of new battles. It just wasn't there anymore for him, and I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. If the variables change and it's no fun anymore... Then go on and do something else. Why beat yourself into, you know, a new fight? Well, we we as the audience just don't expect musicians or people or singers to, you know, to lose that spunk or that feeling. Right. You we want don't them, want them to. Right. We as the as the people, you know, come on, put out another album. No, it's not feed in me, me anymore. Yeah, feed me. Right, Little Shop of Horrors. Feed me. Yeah, you can't do it. KSCL Shreveport, Louisiana. Thanks for running the radio show. WMCE in Erie, PA. Good enough. Get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute on Rock School.
Coming out of the break, get us to the bottom of the hour. Do you know who the Super Suckers are? No. They are a great sort of punkish, rockish, countryish band that has had a lot of albums. If you have a favorite download site, iTunes, what have you, simply go and search Super Suckers and one word, do it all as one word. Two S's? Yeah, Super Suckers. Okay. Yeah, no no two S's in the middle. Just both words, push them together. Okay. Now they're dirty. You're going to find the F word oh, multiple dear. times. If if the dirty words bother you, super suckers aren't for you. Family? However, yeah. Friends? Yeah, not, not a lot of stuff you want to play for your young kids. However, it's fun. It's that sort of hard-edged country rock and roll type stuff. And it's really clever. It's very riff-based stuff. There was a guitarist that worked for them by the name of Rontrose Heathman, who had said, you know, this is great and retired. Mm-hmm. I quit. He is now a coffee roaster. That's what he what? does. He quit and went on to be a coffee roaster. If you don't believe me, look up Bo Truss Coffee, B-O-W-T-R-U-S-S Coffee. You can go buy his coffee online at Botrust Coffee. I don't think it's .com. They have, I didn't find that. They have sort of a Facebook page and a, a blog, things like that. But if, if they have a, a website, I didn't find it. Uh, He'd rather be roasting coffee than... Yeah, than touring the touring. grind. Yeah, this the band is not, as you can, you know, I said super suckers and you went, who? The band is not such high level that they can take time off. They are just a constant touring band. The only thing you can do is sort of just beat yourself into it until people Three, sort of yep, love you. 365 days, right? Right. If they're off, it's because no one would let them play. Mm-hmm. The evil powers of rock and roll. It's the super suckers. You're on Rock School. Coming out of the Super Suckers, Billy Joel was retired for a long time. It's been close to 20 years since his last album. However, he says to CBS News, I am unretiring. Officially. Yeah. He has now taken up sort of a, I guess, artist in residence at Madison Square Garden. nice. Yeah. Once a month, he puts on, I think it's a week-long concert, at Madison Square Garden and Ooh, sells it out. Let's go. Yeah, I would like to. I wonder. We're going to be in New York City over this summer. I wonder if he's going to be there during that week. Wouldn't that be spectacular? I'll call him and ask him. I've already seen him. You've Have you seen yeah, him live? I've seen him. Have you? Mm-hmm. Were you with me? I was. Were you? So that means I've seen him twice. You've seen I saw him twice. Him once in college and then once with you. Yep. i got to stop this whole Billy Joel thing. Yeah, most people just get like a little gig that they do at a, a bar. Billy gets Madison Square Garden. It's time for seven days in 70 seconds. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I am Tammy Burns. Here are them, their dates, February 1 all the way through February 7th. I believe you, Tammy, have Monday go. February 1, 1949, RCA Records issued the first ever 45 RPM single. The invention of this size record made jukeboxes possible. However, they did put 78s in jukeboxes because, yeah, I have a Bill Haley in the Comets Rock Around the Clock 78 that went into jukebox. Go figure. I really do. February 2, 1959, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper 
all appeared at the Surf Ballroom, Clear Lake, Iowa. Gosh, I wonder what February 3rd says. Mm, February 3rd, 1959, 22-year-old Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, and Richie Valens, age 17, died in a crash shortly after takeoff from Clear Lake, Iowa. February 4, 1970, John Lennon and Yoko Ono donated their hair Ew. for an auction Ew. in aid of the Black Power movement. February 5th, 1972, Paul Simon released his first new song without Gar- Art Garfunkel, Mother and Child Reunion, which peaked at number four. February 6, 1981, composer Hugh Montenegro dies in California. He had the 1968 UK number one and US number two with the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then February 7th, 1963, the first Beatles single, Please Please Me, was released in the US on VJ Records. This person retired after having a brain aneurysm. Reason to go. Yeah, that'll give you a little bit of a panic. In 1995, Chris Broussard, drummer for R.E.M. at an auditorium in Lausanne, Switzerland, collapsed on stage during a show because his brain aneurysm ruptured. Now, obviously, he recovered. He's still alive. He rejoined the band for a short time but left in October, saying that after the incident, he had absolutely no more drive or enjoyment to be Mm -mm. in a band, not R.E.M., but any band, left the music business and became a farmer working on a hay farm in Farmington, Georgia. The I word, get it. The I word, get that. The word farm appeared six times in that sentence. Mm-hmm. Now, every so often, he will get together with R.E.M. He'll play with a couple jam bands. Uh, he's an avid golfer, but for the most part has said, I give up. I don't want to be in rock and roll anymore. He is completely retired because his head went pop. At least it went pop in the right place. Exactly. If you're going to have a medical emergency, Switzerland is the place to do it. Good doctor. REM on Rock School. going to play because we're just simply running out of time. Ed King from Leonard Skinner. Yes, he was in the plane crash. He also started Strawberry Alarm Clock. Remember Incense and Peppermints? Yeah. Right. He was in that before Leonard Skinner. Uh, and he was in the plane crash. Uh, he has quite happily retired from music. He'll play in a jam band every so often, but has said the heck with it. He is in Nashville, Tennessee and is, quote, quite happily retired from mm. music. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris DeGarmo has left Queen's Reich. He did it back in 1998 and is now a full-time business professional pilot. Ooh. Yeah, it says here that he has an airline transport pilot license that he acquired during his time with Queen's Reich. He can fly the CL-30 Challenger jet, the LR Learjet, the IA Windward jet, the Learjet 45, and multiple other types of writing, ratings from the FAA. That How ain't risky that? at all. Yeah. Now, this guy is, and it's not one of these things where he's just taking it to the beach on the weekends. He is a pilot for hire and he doesn't do it professionally. It's not like he works for, you know, American Airlines. 
He is somebody that a business company will hire. He works for himself. How about that? Mm-hmm. And I'll give you one more. Uh, Steve Perry of Journey. Yeah. He, no, don't say it. I don't think he wanted to retire. The problem was the band moved on without him. He had a terribly arthritic hip, which he hurt on a hike in, um, I believe it was Hawaii. I think you're right. Yeah. And he had to have a hip replacement, which would have meant close to a year of uh, operation and recovery. And the band did not want to wait for him. I would have waited Oh, I would have waited a lifetime for Steve Perry. Sure, uh, but he walked away in 1996, has not recorded any music since. Hey, babe, honey, And uh, honey. did an interview in 2011, yeah. Honey. What? Don't stop believing. I won't stop believing, so that'll do that. Now, who's listening to us? I've lost my piece of paper here. How uh, about uh, WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin? They're my favorite. KSRQ, Thief River Falls, Minnesota. And if uh, if you'd like to pick us up, by all means, remember, Rock School can be on your radio station, too. If you're listening to us by podcast and you have a local radio station, pitch it to them. And remember, we are free. As free. in, we want no money. Just pick up the show and run it so there back in a minute on rock school coming out of the break how about this one mm-hmm. garth Brooks. Oh, stop it. Retired. Oh, I remember when this happened. You went on and on that he was a pig. You really did. I did. What he did is he dumped, if you remember, his first wife, Sandy Mall. Pig. With which he had three children. Yes. And then he got together with Trisha Yearwood. Dog. Made 11 gajillion dollars. Mm-hmm. And then said, well, I'm going to walk away from the music industry to raise my children. And it wasn't with Sandy, with his kids. He was going to walk away with Trisha Yearwood. And you lost your mind. I never listened to him again. Yeah, that drove you up a tree. I the, walked away from him. Yeah, that, that really upset you. Now, he's back. He took off 15 years. He's Aww. back and he's he's touring again. But I remember distinctly the media was going crazy. Oh, Garth, you're so wonderful. But no, he, you're not. He walked away from his first wife for this hot blonde. And yeah, yeah. that upset. Bill Withers. Mm-hmm. Now, Bill Withers, the last time you saw him, if you were uh, paying attention, he got pulled into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, he did. However, he quit. According to him, and I just read this, this is a quote I pulled off of a Rolling Stone interview that they did with him before that he was you know, pulled into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He said, I don't know a pop chart from a pop tart. <laughs> he said, I don't care. Uh, Withers was unhappy on the road. Despite having enormous radio hits, he found himself opening up for incongruous acts like Jethro Tull and making less money than he felt he deserved. He also saw a great deal of racism in the music industry. And after eight years of being a rock star, he simply picked up and walked away. Bye-bye. There you go. So Bill Withers said enough, came out of retirement, played a few songs on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction show, and has since gone back to the Hollywood Hills where he lives gets royalties off of his song I mean they're going to play Lean On Me until the end of time and you have it he has called it quits you'd like to think that you would be smart enough to walk away he did it Bill Withers on Rock School
When I wake up in the morning, love And the sunlight hurts my Okay, last break here on Rock School. Wait, 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 wait. It's a little early, but what's the matter? You haven't said anything about 401ks, <laughs> uh, you know, everything that we're concerned about with retirement. You've said yeah. nothing with these guys. You know, I don't know. I would assume you think that because you're in the music industry, you make an absolute ton of money. But last night, and, and we're recording these shows in the future, last night we went to see a um, sort of a, a play documentary on Motown, mm-hmm. and it was amazing how much money it took Barry Gordy to run Motown. And he and you would think with all those hits that Motown had that Barry Gordy would simply be like Scrooge McDuck. There was just this giant vault somewhere that he would dive off and into a you know a a, a sea of gold coins. But the what this brought out was that he was constantly, constantly living on the verge of bankruptcy. And he was always paying money for something about Diana Ross. Right. It was uh, probably the shoes. Yeah, and you would the clothes. think right. You would think you think to yourself with all of those hits that it was constantly, you know, you know, just, just rolling in cash. But just take your own home budget and just add you know, six zeros to the end of it. And it's probably the exact same thing. The joke that the, uh, that the play slash documentary that we watched, uh, last night, we went down to new Orleans. Uh, the joke was that there was always, no matter Barry, no matter where Barry Gordy was, there was always this lawyer following him. Right. Hey, no matter where he was, you know, they edited it together so that you always saw the lawyer. Man, with the cost of Broadway tickets, I'm not sure that we'll ever <laughs> be able to retire. Right. It was insane. It was four, four, four hundred and a half dollars for us to go, uh, go out to dinner and see it. Yeah, and see the play. Crazy. It was really something else. Uh, are they, you know, are they rich? Well, you know, Phil Collins is. Phil Collins retired uh, and since has said he's going to come back. He had a terrible, terrible back problem and has since had surgery. And according to, again, a Rolling Stone uh, uh, article, he is going to come back. Quote, my kids are now 10 and 14 and they want to see what their dad does, what their dad did. They were in nappies. British, British, you know, diapers. When I was last on the road, they love my music and I would like to take them out so they can enjoy it. He says he still has a little bit of back pain, but that can be managed. So he retired, but is now coming back. Jim Martin of Faith No More. If you don't know who he is, he's the one that had the weird looking beard with the big red glasses. He was the guitarist, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, fine. He has not quit completely. Again, he will still play now and again, but he has quit to become a farmer, specifically a gourd farmer, specializing in pumpkins. He grows pumpkins competitively. You're making this up. No, I'm not. Uh, Again, he will play now and again, but look him up. Jim Martin, spell it just like you would think, J-I-M-M-A-R-T-I-N. He grows, and you'll find pictures of him with pumpkins that are the size of Volkswagens. I, because I, I laughed at it myself, and there it is, 
But yeah, he he even makes the statement, there are gourd grower groupies. Oh, yeah? Honest to goodness. And the one we're going to play, Husker Du. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you're not a fan of Husker Du. Mm-hmm. I like them. They're not the first group I reach for. But when they play, when they come up on my iPod, I enjoy them. The guitarist for Husker Du, Greg Norton, if you got Husker Du in your head, he's the one with the big giant mustache. Mm-hmm. Okay. After the band broke up in 1988, Norton and his mustache retired with his wife and opened up restaurants. One of them failed, one of them succeeded, so, you know, not not terrible. That's not retirement to me. That's work, man. Well, he retired from music. Yeah. That's specifically what we're talking about. In 2006, he came back out of retirement and formed a band called Gang Front. I have nothing more than that. I've not heard of Gang Front I have no idea if he's still playing with his uh, restaurants or such, but Norton is back. I'll play a, a Husker Du to get us out. And that'll do it. Here's to retiring. Here's to retiring. Uh, you and I are still too many years away. We got a 9 and 11-year-old, and they have to go to college. We're stuck. That'll do it. <laughs> I'm Joe Burns. You are? I'm ta- I am the working Tammy Burns. <laughs> you have to be. Class is dismissed. Class is dismissed.